But this is a reverse engineered. This is a total biohacked health root beer, okay, that, that, that's got tonic herbs in it. And then I made my vanilla Picasso chocolate coffee ice cream, cho chocolate ice cream, okay, using grass-fed whey protein and, and colostrum. Or for vegans, you can do it with with other other ingredients like lacuma. And I put a big scoop of the ice cream on top, made a root beer float. And if you as you as you get healthier, your mind works better, and you're turning on, you're becoming genius. Your memory works better. You get more successful at everything you do in your life. This is the whole purpose of detoxification and choosing to put only the best things in your body so that you can have the highest quality of life. You don't even know the potential of your body as a human being, how brilliant you can be. So when you learn the knowledge, you make principles for yourself, you set standards. Your body is a sacred temple. Thou shall have 10 commandments of Jing. I say this to some of my clients. Thou shall not put sugar high fructose corn syrup or processed foods in your body. But at the same time, I want to teach people that there's no limits. There's nothing you cannot be, do, or have. Okay. You're limitless. Okay. You should be able to make anything you want. If you want chocolate ice cream, if you want a cake, if you want fudges, if you want. And I made all of these with the tonic bar at Air One. Okay. You know, ice cubes and the Vitamix with whatever superfoods and herbs you want. So Len Foley was pretty clever because he he knew what you said the the taste resistance if the herbs get too bitter that new people are going to have a resistance okay i knew about the cost factor starting the tonic bar at air one and that's why i would lose 300 bucks a day on average of the tonic bar because if i made the drinks too expensive with all these incredible ingredients they're not cheap that the average person's not going to pay for it but if it's only a few bucks more than a coffee they will he knew then that we got to make them really taste good and i was like you i was been doing this stuff so long that I can handle herbs pretty straight. But at the same time, I want to share this. I want to share it with new people, with beginners that come to the bar. I want to ingratiate them. If they're tuned to it, if their energy is like, they're curious. I want to be good at the first impression. First impressions are so important. You remember that forever. Okay, so with people who are new to this, that are looking for a way to improve their life on some level. And if you understand tonic al alchemy, with, with herbs and with superfoods and with diet detoxification, then you know you can help this person. But the way you bring them in is really important. It has to taste good or it has to not be too intense. And you have to, they have to understand why. And the younger the person, the more they run off the amygdala, the more it has to taste good because their whole brain is based on a, re, on a, re, uh, an, a reward chemical opiate system where if it doesn't feel good, they're not gonna do it, okay? So the cool thing about stevia high quality organic natural flavorings and, and any tonic herb or superfood health drink that will taste good or re, re, reverse engineering desserts, whether they're sodas or ice creams. or The cool thing about that is that you can really sell it to people. You can really show them a different way. Say, hey, look, because most people think health food is synonymous with something that doesn't taste good. That's, the, that's what I thought when I was a kid. It's just the way when I grew up in the 70s doing this stuff with my mom dragging me to the health food store, you know, and you just get used to it after a while and your taste buds change. And as your taste buds get clean, all the chemicals get out and the food PTSD goes away, you start to really taste fresh food. But it takes time and commitment to do that. If I've got a person coming to the tonic bar and I have his attention for 15 minutes or her attention, it's their first time and I realize I have an opportunity. They have a few little issues. They're looking for something different to improve themselves. They see the bar, all this stuff. They don't know really what it is, but they're curious. I get to have my first conversation with them. I want to have a good energy connection and rapport. And I want to tune in and feel where that person's at vibrationally, what their level of acceptance is. And they all, I believe most people, everybody has a good heart. They mean well. They want to do the right thing. They just don't have the knowledge. 
And if they're born and raised with food PTSD before the age of five, and the brain isn't even developed enough to the point to have discernment to know what's good or bad or right or wrong, how can they have a chance in the processed food industry growing up with this in this world? So now I have an opportunity to change an adult, adult's life or future. So I have to be very careful that that first impression. What Len did was smart to uh, use a high quality stevia, alcohol free, quality glycerin, delicious organic source natural flavorings, and then add a tonic herb to that and put it in a tincture that you can add to a chilled sparkling mineral water or any beverage to turn it into an instant tonic soda that tastes good. You give that to any child that you're starting off to try to get into a health drink and get off of commercial processed high sugar beverages that are bad for their health. You give that to any child, they're going to freak out. They're going to, their eyes will widen instantly. They'll jump up and down, get excited. You hand them the bottle, show them how to make it themselves. Okay. I, I, I did this with a client and her daughter that had skin issues and they're trying to teach her how to get off sugar and they came and spent two weeks with me doing a one-on-one G-tox program at the gin cave. I taught this little, this 11-year-old girl how to make all kinds of different desserts. Okay. And when I showed her how to do it herself, she just started going around, <laughs> pulling the, the sparkling mineral water out of the fridge and pouring it and adding it herself and making her own root beer and laughing and smiling about it and feeling cool because she knows how to do it herself. You talk about children in that way because um, it, I've seen, what I've seen, Truth, is children actually prefer the soda to just eating their vegetables. Yeah, taste. Taste is huge for kids. It's like God. You know, I mean, if you give a candy bar to a kid the first time, they're going to freak out. It's like, it's like giving heroin to somebody. You know, it's like, drug. They go, gimme, gimme, gimme. They're going to want more. If you give them more, they, you'll create a monster. They will not eat regular food. You know, and that poor little brain doesn't have a chance. It's running off the amygdala. The prefrontal frontal lobes are not developed. It can't choose for itself what's safe. It's like a mother leaving a child in the middle of the street, and it's sitting there in its diapers. It doesn't know that there's cars coming by. This is a very dangerous situation. You have to be responsible as an apparent. And, and we're living in a, a commerce Food is big business. This is a, a, you know, so we have to choose. There's a health industry, food industry too. There's a processed food industry that I consider good. And these are all the people that are laboring to laboring to make health food products. And not all, some of them are struggling in our economy to keep health food company businesses going because it's not yet the status quo. It's not the norm. The average people out there are, you know, eating. We have what 56 different names for sugar. In, 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 the, in our modern world, okay? The average person are up to 23 teaspoons of sugar a day, 16 calories per wow. teaspoon, okay? So you take one conventional soda well, back in the day, like 1960, a 12-ounce soda, it's got nine teaspoons of sugar, that's 150 calories, okay? If you drink that soda one a day, every day for a year, take 150 and times it by 365 for the amount of days in a year, okay? Then divide that number by 3,500, the amount of calories that makes one pound of body weight, now, you've just put on 15.6 pounds of body weight, okay? 1992, big soda industry comes out with, uh, they standardize the 20-ounce soda pop bottles, okay? You drink one of those every day a year, and, and you put on, like, uh, what is it, 37 pounds of body weight? Then we go, go to 1988, we have the big gulp comes out, 44 ounces of soda. You drink one of those a day, every day for a year, you put on 57 <laughs> pounds of body weight, Okay. So it, it's because, uh, partially because in 1975, you know, I mean, well, let's go back even a little further. In 1940s, the AMA started to try to tell the public to limit sugary soda drinks, okay? We go back before that, late 1800s, the soft drink was invented as an alternative to a hard drink, which is hard alcohol. When soft drinks first came out in the late 1800s, 
they were considered a wholesome alternative to drinking alcoholic beverages. And an establishment that only sold soft drinks was a respectable place compared to a brothel or a bar that only serves alcohol. Okay. And we know that alcohol is bad for the body. We know that one beer kills 30,000 brain cells. Okay. And they're not going to grow back unless you're going to do stem cells or something to help regenerate those. And we have a lot of brain cells. We can afford to lose them. But still, the brain is the most important organ of all. And so, you know, in my programs, I like to teach people how to grow new brain cells, not kill them. Okay. So your longevity sodas, for instance, are, they're very good in sparkling mineral waters. That's how they're designed. Um, these are good when they're chilled and you add the longevity sodas to them. They're delicious. But another uh, alternative to sparkling mineral water is coconut water kefir, like inner eco coconut probiotic plain from any health food store. It's coconut water kefir. They're taking kefir grains and fermenting coconut water to make a, a, a carbonated effervescent coconut water probiotic beverage that has no sugar. Now you take, so take coconut water kefir, cold, sparkling as the base and put your lemon lime soda in that okay and that has garicus mushroom which tastes good that's a really good immune mushroom 50 percent beta 1,6 glucan in a garicus mushroom so it's a very powerful immune modulator double direction immune modulator so it'll lower histamine or allergies and but yet bolster a weakened immune system but it's a tonic mushroom so you can take it every day and uh, now you have coconut water kefir sparkling lemon lime flavor delicious like a like a like a you know lemon lime type of drink, uh, popular soda, and uh, and you have a, an immune tonic herb in it. So you're taking the sugar out, which is causing the the, the problems like with my client's daughter. But you're adding in an immune mushroom that's going to modulate her immune system, and you're making it taste so good. It's quick and easy. Len was developing the soda. There were sort of two things that he 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 knew that he had to do. One is it had to be sugar free because of the sugar issues that you just described for adults as well as kids. And then the other was the alcohol, because, you know, his goal was to take, like what we used to do when we'd have the conferences, I'd walk up to the tonic bar and you'd say, open your mouth. And then you'd squirt a dropper full of something in my mouth. At the beginning, I didn't even know what you were putting in my mouth. And then Rebecca would go up, you'd squirt something in her mouth. And the only thing I remembered is that it, it, it burned. It was under my tongue and it burned and it didn't taste good. And so there was the alcohol factor. There was the herb factor. So Len knew he, he, we couldn't have that as part of the soda, but yet we, you have to use some, some kind of carrier delivery system to get the medicine out of the herb itself no it's all about the preservative lucian um again this goes back to the old-fashioned way the chinese would cook all these parks and roots and it takes forever and you have to be a monk in a cave to learn how to do it and then they made chews which is where you just take it's a little easier in some ways for people you just take all the bulk roots and herbs and barks of the chinese herbs and you put them in a bottle with with vodka with alcohol and you shake it every day and leave it for a month or two and it'll make a tincture it'll extract out the essence and then you put a little shot of this and you drink it you're getting way more deleterious health effects from the amount of alcohol you're consuming and you're getting a little bit of chinese herbs in there but if you're an herb aficionado if you love your herbs you love your ginseng you know you do it anyway like oh it doesn't matter you know it's worth drinking some alcohol even though it's bad for me because i'm taking my herbs people that are crazy about herbs have that attitude because they're so when you start to study the three treasures system of tonic herbs it's not difficult to fall in love with them and get under a spell of rapture my god these three treasures they're so mystical and amazing in each herb when i read about them you know it's it's like 
such reverence. I want that. I want that. So what did the Chinese say to do? Throw it in alcohol, tincture it. You, know, you buy tinctures from companies or top three treasure tonic herb companies. All the tinctures are in alcohol. And I stood up for that because I was on the body ecology diet. I was doing an 85, 90% ketogenic diet before anybody talked about keto ketosis 20 years ago. I had to because I had candiditis and Epstein-Barr. And I learned the truth about sugar, the chemistry of how it feeds all opportunistic co-infections in your body. And if you take out sugar and you find antimicrobials to kill the infections, you clean out your system, build up your microbiome with probiotic cultured foods like coconut water kefir and tonic herbs to modulate your immune system. And when you live with these infections a long time, they burn your jing. They drain your adrenals. So then I learned tonic herbs like, like Romania which is, you know, in, you have in one of your, the root beer soda, Romania chocolate. I learned tonic herbs to build back up the adrenal fatigue, the jing, and that transformed my life. But I had to stick to the body ecology principles. There are seven principles, and one of them is no sugar. So that's why I call it one of the Ten Commandments of Jing now, thou shalt not consume sugar. So I just said alcohol is the strongest form of sugar. Are you crazy? It kills brain cells instantly. It damages your nerves. It weakens your, your adrenals. It feeds candida. I don't want any alcohol. And yeah, it burns when you put it in your mouth. It's strong. So there's very, it's hard to find alcohol-free extracts that are in glycerin. And even and, the other, uh, other tinctures that we do at the warehouse, you know, we've got other, other tinctures that we just sell. They're not sodas. They're just straight up tinctures. But all of them have a water uh, fraction so that it's not a pure alcohol tincture. A lot of them are triple extracted. So we use pressure, we use hot water, and we use a little bit of alcohol. But never just yeah. like straight dump an herb in alcohol and then, you know, pour it in a bottle and, and, and give it to people. Yeah, I tested your products recently and I was shocked because it, I think we deduced it's only got about 2% alcohol. It's impossible for me to taste it, even if I slug the tinctures back straight, which is amazing. Um, glycerin, I love glycerin because you can preserve the herbs. Once they're extracted, you can remove the alcohol. You can preserve the herbs in the bottle for a long shelf life safely in the glycerin. It won't spoil. It won't get any bad bacteria in it. And the glycerin actually has some slight benefits. It's, it's hydrophilic. It's not a sugar or a fat. And it's, it's a little more like a ketone. The body uh, also uses it to improve hydration. So I, I like glycerin. And I, I've done large amounts of glycerin tinctures before. And I know for a fact, even though glycerin tastes sweet, which confused me at first because I'm like, how can this not feed candida? It tastes like sugar, but it's not sugar. It will not feed candida. In fact, some glycerin tinctures I use as sweeteners in dessert recipes. And that, and some, just like I use some of your longevity sodas now, I'm starting to use them in some of my brownies, some of my ice cream recipes, some of my yogurts, um, and to put on top of some of my, my coconut uh, yogurts that I make. 